Today on the podcast, we're going to be jumping into part two of our interview with Meredith's mother, Jeannie. <laughs> Are you guys ready to do this? We're ready. All right. We'll see you guys on the inside. Hello, everybody, and thank you for joining us on the Senior Fitness Podcast with Meredith. We are really, really happy to have you here today. We are going to be diving into part two of our interview with Meredith's mother, Jeannie. Uh, thank you for being here, Jeannie. We really, really appreciate it. Um, before we Before we jump into our uh, interview, we just want to send out a friendly reminder to uh, visit our website, www.seniorfitnesswithmeredith.com. Check out all of our latest, greatest content there, including our growing library of uh, video workouts, uh, these podcasts, and a bunch, bunch more. And while you're there, don't forget to sign up for our newsletter where we send out all of our latest and greatest content to you every week. So thanks for doing that. Um, yeah, today we are ju- we're diving into part two of our amazing interview with mm-hmm. Jeannie, who is Meredith's mother. Um, <laughs> thank you, Jeannie, for being here. As we record this, it's the holidays and you've been we've been having a great time spending time with you. Yes. Uh, so we figured we'd put you on the fire and put you on the podcast. <laughs> put you on the spot. <laughs> yeah. And yes, you, know. you have. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> She's done um, a great job if anyone's listened to part one yes, so far. Yes. You, hopefully you, you have. Yes, yeah. please check out part one if you yes. haven't already, but thanks for joining us on this part two. Um, part one, we kind of covered a lot of the backstory, a lot of the history of your story, uh, Jeannie, and how you kind of got into exercising and uh, how that really inspired Meredith, mm-hmm. which is yes, really great yeah. to hear because I think it's not uncommon for your kids to follow in parents' footsteps when it comes to things like that, right? Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Um, Especially they are motivated to, you you mentioned in part one, you know, you would stay mobile, you started doing sit-ups and things Mm -hmm. like that. And and Meredith, you had a chance to just kind of witness all of that. Right, right? exactly. absorb that. Grow up with it and know that that was part of the day. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And to make sure it was part of the day, Mm -hmm. I think. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And that's very common, I think, from uh, generation to generation to to have that happen. Right. Um, so that's great to hear. Um, on part two, we definitely want to get your take, Jeannie, and and your thoughts on what what are what do you think about the way the health and fitness industry has grown since mm-hmm. you started exercising to where it is today? I mean, obviously, there's been a lot of changes. I mean, you mentioned Jack Lane. In part one, which is amazing because everybody loves Jacqueline, mm-hmm. but he also came from a generation where he was kind of like the one man show. Yes, right? mm-hmm. yes, he was. I mean, was there anything else going on in in terms of you know exercise fitness back in back in then? You know, actually, he's the only one. That was, of course, when I was I was a kid then. So <laughs> he was the only one that I knew. There may have been others, but that was the only one that was very popular. Mm-hmm. With people, because he was actually on TV. Mm -hmm. Um, He had his wife on with him. Uh, Mm -hmm. But I don't remember any others at that time, Mm -hmm. during that time period. And even uh, as I was growing up, you know, I mean, things have changed so much. Mm -hmm. Now there are gyms everywhere. There was not any of that when I grew up. Mm -hmm. Uh, Exercise classes, (laughs) jazzercise, you name it. Mm-hmm. None of that was around. I mean, uh, if you wanted to, I guess, work out, you had to figure it out yourself. 
But I think it's great the way things have come around. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, it's interesting when you say there was really no even gyms around. Right. <laughs> I mean, today you can't throw a stone without hitting something. Exactly. Corner. Yeah. Everywhere. Yes. They're everywhere. So as far as exercise back then, um, when you were exercising or you did kind of gain this knowledge about things to do, what kind of exercises were you, were popular, I should say, and what were mm. you doing? You mentioned setups. Was was jogging, so to speak, was that a thing where it was mm -hmm. you should go out and jog? Um, or? I don't remember jogging. Mm -hmm. I remember, I mean, even in gym class. And I, when I was in high school, I had to take gym every day. Mm -hmm. So there was a lot of jumping jacks mm -hmm. and pull-ups, obstacle courses you had to do, which I did not like. Um, <laughs> um, but there was a lot of, you know, exercising through that and yeah. even some yoga. Mm -hmm. um, but, you know, they weren't. It wasn't. It certainly wasn't like it is today with all the classes that they offer. Mm. I mean, you can do so much from ballet to mm. uh, yoga mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, to regular hard workouts. Yeah, hit classes. Yeah, and kickboxing, kickboxing. And you yep. name it. That's they right. have it. <laughs> so it's it's good for everybody. It's, and young people are much more into it now than mm -hmm. they were mm -hmm. even. In, my era. Mm -hmm. Right. Uh, as far as the uh, exercises and everything that you see today, you mentioned it is good. Do you see any downside mm -hmm. to a lot of the, the health and fitness crazes that have gone on, um, you know, for, for young people or old people? I mean, yeah. Is there a downside to it? I think a, uh, really the only downside I could see is if people become too obsessed with it and that's mm -hmm. all they can think about is how they look or mm -hmm. uh, how thin they can get or you know become a can become obsessive I think with some mm -hmm. people mm -hmm. um, but on the whole I think most people are very good at just wanting to stay in shape which again back when I was young I don't think that many people thought about it mm -hmm. it just wasn't a something that you really right. were worrying about. Yeah. Uh, I think it's great that so many young people are interested, just like my granddaughter <laughs> wants to go exercise with Meredith. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I think that's absolutely great yeah. and good for her and good for them both together. It's yeah. a great bonding thing when you have someone you can exercise with, oh, yeah. mm -hmm. especially a daughter. Yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, agreed. Uh, yeah. I, I think the um, as we spoke about in part one, you know, that generational uh, pass over of this habit of exercising is um, great. To, great to see. Yeah, um, it is. One thing we didn't talk about in part one is a lot of the uh, nutritional aspects over the years. You know, how has it <laughs> changed when you know when when you started exercising? Was there nutrition information? that went along with it, you know, as mm -hmm. opposed to now where there's so much information on nutrition and what's in, what are you eating and things like that. Was that ever right. kind of right. a thing that was, yeah. was ever focused on? Well, yeah. you know, it wasn't. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, when I grew up, there were literally no fast foods. I mean, I can remember when a McDonald's opened mm -hmm. and that was the very first fast food. I was probably... Um, Probably in junior high, 
when that happened. Mm-hmm. There was there. <laughs> most people I knew, their moms stayed at home and they made big dinners every night that were very nutritional, mm-hmm. <laughs> meat, potatoes, and vegetable. Mm-hmm. And um, I think that that was just a very different, but there was not, not a whole lot talked about nutrition. I mean, mm-hmm. people didn't say, oh, yeah, it was always, yes, eat your vegetables, they're good right. for you, but right. it wasn't a lot of <laughs> telling you exactly <laughs> nutritional facts. And there was no nutritional facts on any oh. of the boxes of mm-hmm. things you buy and no right. calories, no how much fat. <laughs> that didn't come out to much later. No. Right, right, right. Yeah, the movement <laughs> to put all the ingredients and everything mm-hmm. in. What, when did that come about? That I was, know. I'd have to look. Was it more You know, I don't know. I remember or? when Meredith was in high school uh, and we got into deciding oh that everything should be fat-free, which that of course became a craze. correct. Yeah. But right. at the time, we thought it was. So we were buying everything. We could eat a loaf of bread because it had no fat. No fat, yeah. <laughs> Which we did. We'd go out and buy a, uh, a uh, Italian yeah. bread, eat it in the car because uh-huh. it was good for so you. So good, yeah, and uh-huh. fat-free. No fat. Yeah, yeah no fat. So. Yep. And then we bought cookies that, that were fat-free. Fat-free. Yep. <laughs> we bought um, the Danishes. Danish yeah, they pastry little, yeah. that was fat-free because we thought well, it was going to be good for you. Right. It's fat-free. It's, yeah. uh-huh. But we learned after that that yeah. may not be correct. Exactly. Right, right. <laughs> it's funny how the phases, yeah, things have gone yes. in and out. As we learn more, we know, we learned that it wasn't good, but it became the thing. Mm-hmm. And no one was out there saying, you shouldn't do this because of this. They just were saying, buy this product. Yeah. This is That's good right. for you. Yeah. It's full of sugar. <laughs> and everything <laughs> processed <laughs> has no nutritional value at all, but no one knew about no. that. No one. No. Yeah. <laughs> no. It was not common knowledge to know about foods. That's why I mm-hmm. think it's interesting when you talk about growing up meat, potatoes, and vegetable. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think that was necessarily a bad thing because you weren't bombarded with processed foods either. No. That mom stayed home no. and cooked from scratch. Like you said, a big dinner, but cooked from scratch. Like everything was real. No process. <laughs> yeah. No. Mm. Um, just so different. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I'm sure the foods, although some people today may say it wouldn't be great, but now we're also learning that foods that have certain fats and we need the calories and we need the carbs and et cetera, et cetera. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I'm sure it's, I can't even imagine not seeing a fast food on every corner yeah, <laughs> or getting it at least once a week. I mean, isn't that the norm? If yeah. not more? Yeah. So, exactly. yeah, yeah, I complain about fun. cooking every night. I don't know how you guys did it. No. <laughs> um, just kidding. <laughs> I digress. Um, I think no, it's, it's, <laughs> it seems like there's been like a lot of uh, nutritional missteps over the years with a lot of oh, yeah. diets Foods that have come and, and gone. Oh, and yes. they all claim, oh, this is great for mm. you, very healthy. And then you find out, no, it's not. Right. You know? And then there's mm. just waves and cycles of that. Mm-hmm. Have you seen that over the years as well? Oh, like in seeing, yes. Or maybe people you know who have tried these diets? Well, I mean, I, oh, there have been many diets, so many diets. Uh, <laughs> oh, the diets. I, I can't even remember the one at Cleveland mm. Clinic or whatever. Oh, yeah. they, and it was like lots of, I, I can't even remember what it was. Yeah, it was just like the same thing every day. Yeah. Some kind of soup or something. Oh, cabbage, I remember the cabbage, cabbage. soup diet. Yeah, cabbage yes, soup. Okay. yes. Uh, 
And that was supposed to be excellent for you. And I thought, oh, I'm going to try this. And it lasted for like two days. And I was like, okay, I don't think I can do this every day. <laughs> it's getting a little boring. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> but I'm starving. Yeah. A lot of those diets were not really the best for you. I mean, I really think back yeah. when I grew up, I mean, I think people were probably healthier. There was no fast food. Right. You got your meat, potatoes, and vegetable, mm-hmm. and usually had a really good meal. Right. Um, my mom was excellent at making desserts, so that was like <laughs> a norm for us. But uh-huh. it was just a small dessert that you would have after dinner. Mm-hmm. And I think you mm-hmm. got nutritionally probably, it was probably better then than yeah. it is now that the way most people eat. Because, you know, people love fast food. Mm-hmm. I do too. <laughs> not particularly good for you <laughs> but it's easy so a lot right. of people go that route mm-hmm. so yeah. yeah i think portion sizes of food has gone up oh too, my goodness right? yes yes. Like, yes i mean the food is just getting bigger oh yeah oh <laughs> yeah super size everything yeah and it's like <laughs> you don't really need that much yeah. but you know people think they mm-hmm. do and they buy it because wow look at this bargain i got it super sized right so, mm-hmm. yeah there's a lot of uh yeah a lot More of things that i don't think are particularly good and yeah. to go along with when you were growing up too you guys moved a lot more like I just, I remember True. my grandparents just constantly moving. I mean, they were picking up sticks and mowing the lawn. They didn't have someone come in and do that. Um, You're right. Work, working Absolutely. around the house, everything. And now we pay people to do things and we sit all day True. on our computers or watching TV or on our phones. True. or mm-hmm. Yeah, so much more sedentary, but we're eating more. Um yeah. <laughs> yeah, not healthy. No, no, not <laughs> that at is all. So true because I mean, you know, when I grew up, there were, of course, no cell phones. Right. We, we played had television that yeah. came on at I don't know seven a.m. and went off at eleven p.m. Right. Mm-hmm. And it was only a few channels. And right. So there was not even that much to watch on TV. Mm-hmm. Um, and so you had to entertain yourself otherwise. And yeah. You know, I would go out and play with friends. Right. That was a big thing. I don't think because some kids do do that. And right. there's a lot of sports now, too, that mm-hmm. kids can get involved in. Right. But I think a lot of kids probably do spend time on their phones and tablets mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. playing yeah. games. Hi, everyone. If you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault, listen up. We have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free. Call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Call 800-494-8310. I'm here with spokesman John Wolfe. So, John, tell everyone listening who should call right now. Well, Maria, first off, thank you for having me here. It's always nice to answer the listeners' questions. Now, as far as who should call in... Anyone who's been injured in an accident and think you deserve compensation, give us a call right now. 800-494-8310. You'll find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now. 800-494-8310. Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. Yeah. Yeah, I think a lot of today's society really emphasizes sitting down yes you, know, you go to your office and you sit down mm-hmm. in front you of drive computer, everywhere you get on your phone and you're yeah. sitting down and you're going through your ipad you're sitting down a lot mm-hmm. of this is just like sit down and consume 
this whatever you're looking right. at, laptop, yeah, whatever, whatever this technology yes. product. And yeah. it seems like mm-hmm. society's really gone that way now, mm-hmm. right? Whereas you mentioned, Jeannie, you were more active yes. back then as a child or younger. Um, and I think a lot of kids are less active aside from the sports thing, you know, but there's a lot of kids that don't play sports. Right. You know, sports cost a lot of money too yeah. these days, you that's know, true. I mean, there's a whole nother. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. yeah. There's a financial aspect to it mm-hmm. too. Things have gotten more expensive mm-hmm. and, uh, and the price of phones, laptops and iPads <laughs> have gone down. So, yeah, right. Everybody can afford those. So you, I think it leads to a lot of, people just kind of staying in one place, especially with office jobs and whatnot, right? Yes, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. And um, the, I think before, and Jeannie, you can correct me, a lot of the occupations back when you were growing up were a little more uh, physically bodied, abled as Mm. far as, there's still a lot of people that go into offices and whatnot, but it it probably wasn't like today. Is that right? Yeah. I mean, you know, like my dad worked in an office in Boston, Mm -hmm. but... Uh, and I worked a couple summers there, and you would go to the train station, get on the train, get into Boston, and you would walk mm-hmm. quite a way to get to <laughs> where you were going, mm-hmm. his office. Sometimes, if the weather was bad, we could take the subway to a little closer, but normally we'd just walk. Mm-hmm. And it was a, a good walk, mm-hmm. so... Uh, yeah, I think even though it was in an office, you did get some exercise just from that. Mm-hmm. Um, it was just in, and then of course there weren't computers, <laughs> so you would not just sit in your office. You'd be walking around to talk to other people and find out information, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. it was totally different yeah. than it is now, where people go into the office and sit in front of their screen and they can do everything there. Mm-hmm. Right. You can sit for hours Don't move. Exactly. and not yeah, have to get and up forget. and talk to anybody. Yes, yeah. <laughs> and forget to get up, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Let alone you can jump on an electric scooter if you don't want to walk That's that forward. Right. And electric That's bikes. Right. And, uh, yeah, <laughs> everything pedals for you and, yeah, it does everything for you. <laughs> it does. And oh. everybody's in a hurry to get yes. to a place. So yeah. I don't think it was... Mm. Back then, I don't think that was as much of a problem as, not a problem, but the way of life, where people were always in a hurry, hurry, hurry. Uh, Now, people seem to always be in a hurry to get from one spot to the other. So, of course, like you say, electric (laughs) bikes and everything else to get there quickly. Yeah, Yeah, there's a lot of um, Mm. uh, electric bicycles that are becoming popular now, (laughs) where you see a lot of people... Great getting out and, and getting mm, exercise yes, and riding true. bikes, you know. But a lot of electric bikes out there where they kind of do the pedaling for right, you. Right, know? exactly. And you start you thinking, have to do well, that. What's the, what's the reason you're for just getting sitting out a bike on something? And going yeah. <laughs> you don't have to do any work. Pedal themselves I know. No. <laughs> that is true. Who wants to work? Yeah. Yeah. True. Oh, so, what, what, you, what are your thoughts you know, on a lot of this technology <laughs> that we see now? With, you know, we mentioned the bikes and, and not just bikes, but the things, the iPads, you know, the internet and all this stuff that kind of just delivers everything to you whenever you want it. It's kind of consumed all of us for the mm-hmm. good, but also, too, there's downsides to that. Right. Yeah. yeah um, I agree. What do you think about this influence that technology has on us and our minds? Mm-hmm. You know, it's got so many good aspects. 
I'm Mm -hmm. not going to lie. I love having a cell phone and I love (laughs) having a tablet. But I also think, especially the younger generation, not even your age, Meredith, Mm -hmm. I think it's uh, the younger people. You never see them without their phone Mm -hmm. and looking at their phone constantly. Um, And, of course, you know, you can't blame them because that's what all their friends are doing and that's how they keep in touch with everybody and... But it is not a good thing, I don't think, because, you know, I've heard of parents limiting the amount of time that the kids can spend on their phone mm-hmm. or tablet. I don't think that's necessarily a bad idea because, you know, you're not even really communicating with anyone. You're just mm-hmm. sitting there staring at this mm-hmm. um, On the flip side, a lot of technology is very good. And a lot of technology is way beyond me, so I can't even do it. My my grandchildren could, you know, do anything I asked them to do because I'd be like, I cannot figure out how to do this. And they're like, oh, man, you can do it. it." (laughs) They're just Um, not afraid of it like we are. And they seem to know how to do everything. It's like second nature. So, yeah, it's just that, of course, it's changed drastically from mm-hmm. when I grew up. But mm-hmm. good points, bad points, yeah. Yeah, yeah. agreed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, what about the uh, the fitness uh, technology, like tracking your steps, counting mm-hmm. of steps, you know? Like I think that's great. Wearing a Fitbit type uh, device mm-hmm. where it really just lays all these numbers out. Um, good and bad? Good and bad. Good mm-hmm. and bad. I think that people start to think they're... I mean, if you look at that every day, people start to think, oh, I didn't have enough steps today. And they start almost worrying about Mm. it. It's like, it's fun to see how many steps you go. And, Mm -hmm. of course, you want to try and do as many as you can. But if you don't get to 10,000 or 9,000 or Mm -hmm. 8,000 or even 7,000, you shouldn't (laughs) be upset with yourself. Mm -hmm. It's just every day is different. You do different things. And, I, you know, I just think that they've gone a little bit beyond with some of that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, but as far as, you know, I mean, I think it's kind of fun that you can keep track of that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Where before we had no idea how many steps we went. <laughs> right. <laughs> I guess we did just, we're just walking. Yeah. Exactly. Just walking to the train. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you exactly. did three miles a day. You didn't even know. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. Meredith, in, in your experience with working with a lot of clients over the years and a lot of people um, of all ages, obviously, mm-hmm. we like to really tap into that knowledge that right. you have. Is that kind of the same mentality that <laughs> you've heard from them that your mom shares? Yes. About devices yeah, and everything. Yeah, and, and technologies in general. in general. Yeah. Oh, definitely. I think I've I've worked with people who are older and they get fixated on the number. So I think it's great that you bring that up, that you can become obsessed um, and think, I have to do that every day now because I did it one day. Um, people of all ages, but even older people will do that. So these devices are great, um, and everybody can find one that's user-friendly from young person to as old as you know someone who wants to use one. But you can, they can be a problem. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, I've seen it in all ages. So mm-hmm. being mindful of that. But um, yeah, I think I, I, most seniors I've worked with, they love the fact that there is more technology out there that they can tap into. 
um, the sky's the limit now. So, <laughs> um, and just even the technology of being able to watch me uh, from their computer yes, or their tablet or TV. That yeah. is excellent. <laughs> but that was, I mean, we had to put on the TV. I remember PBS had a lot of different workouts at a certain time and you watched it. It You had to watch it at that time. Otherwise right. you didn't get to see it until the next day. You know, at that same time. Yeah, we didn't know how to record. record. We didn't have that technology Mm -hmm. of recording VHS. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so I think just all of the the ways that we can get our workouts in from 24 hours a day, that right there is another plus that um, people of all ages, but especially seniors, will say. Absolutely. They're very, yeah. It is good. Glad is around now. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, you mentioned... You know, TV started at 7 a.m. and it was off at 11. Mm-hmm. I mean, could you imagine if that was the case right. now? It's like you can have something going 24-7. <laughs> yeah. Whether it's on your phone, exactly. the internet, on demand. Yeah, exactly. Right? Anything you want. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, and that was with three stations. Only three. three <laughs> That's all we had. <laughs> and then oh. when Fox came out. We had four stations. Four stations. And it was like, wow, we are really something. <laughs> That's a lot of content. Yeah. Um, So, Jeannie, as far as um, your thoughts on the the Senior Fitness Channel and things like that, you know, as we kind of wrap up our amazing interview with you, um, (laughs) what 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 are you most um, excited about as far as having this kind of content to be delivered to people around the world who need it? what are you what are you most excited about as as someone who's very physically active um you know in, in that sense i would say uh, you know i okay so maybe i'm a little prejudiced but i love senior fitness because the way it is laid out is so easy to use you want a 10 minute workout you can look in there on find one that's 10 or 12 minutes mm-hmm. You want to work on cardio, you can focus on that. I mean, the way it is um, labeled so clearly, and I I just think that's wonderful. Mm -hmm. It makes it easy for everybody to figure out what they want to do. Because if you go in there daily, you know, you're going to change it up. Mm -hmm. And you want to focus on maybe you only have so much time, or maybe you have a lot of time, Mm -hmm. and you want to do... Or maybe you missed the live stream. You mm-hmm. want to watch that. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's so many options, mm-hmm. and it covers everything. Uh, I think it's absolutely wonderful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it's great because that's something that we you know, think about a lot is what is the easiest way to deliver our, our best content to someone yes. who wants to find it the fastest? Mm-hmm. You know, Because if you go to, say, YouTube and you are looking for something and it just takes a long time, you never really find the thing you want. Exactly. You kind of get surged by that, right? Yeah. Yes. You know, yeah. like, well, I guess I only have, you know, I can only search for this for five to ten minutes, and then I'm just like, wow. Well, that's like, the thing. That's yeah, it. you spend your workout time searching, searching and then you're like, oh, man. <laughs> just the right yeah. thing. Yeah. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. which is why I think Senior Fitness is really ahead of the game as far as content and availability and what you have. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's really, really very well done. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What What advice would you give someone – who is just starting out or wants to get healthier because we're kind of going into the new year here. Mm-hmm. What, what advice would you give someone who wants to be healthier um, and wants to start now who may not be 
you know, as physically active, may not have had the, the person to show them how to do it. Mm-hmm. What words of inspiration or advice would you give someone like that? Well, I think um, with senior fitness with Meredith, that <laughs> it, uh, if you go in and look at all the um, different titles of everything, uh, you know, start with beginner. Start with just sitting in a chair and doing some. See how that works out as you gain or get more st- get stronger and feel like you can do more mm-hmm. then you can go on to the next level but it's so good to start with the basics that way mm-hmm. you won't feel like oh i just can't do this this isn't working for me mm-hmm. you can get through it mm-hmm. and exactly. then you can move on <laughs> and go to the next level and then the next level and there's just so many different ones you know you only want to start out with something for a short amount of time that's fairly easy, but gets you moving, mm-hmm. which everything is on there. So mm-hmm. it's just, I think it's very valuable for these people just starting out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Very inspirational. And mm-hmm. we really, really want to thank you for yes. being on our podcast. This thank has been you. amazing. <laughs> it's going just as great as we thought it would. I know. And even better. I don't want it to um, end. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll have to do a part three at some exactly. point. Exactly. Um, this is part two. Don't forget to check out part one. And uh, we want to just thank you all out there for being uh, listeners to this podcast. We really enjoy getting to share this um, information with you and telling stories. And, and Jeannie, it's been amazing. Thank you for being on Thanks our podcast. sharing everything, Mom. Thank yep. you. And uh, don't forget to uh, visit our website, www.seniorfitnesswithmeredith.com. Sign up for our newsletter. Get all of our latest and greatest content delivered to you every week. And uh, until our next episode, we'll see you guys later. Bye-bye. It's time to rethink, renew, and reimagine retirement. Hey, everybody. Jared Sebesta here, host of Retire Repurposed. Now, this podcast is about the non-financial parts of retirement, which many times can be even more challenging than the financial. We believe retirement is not the end, rather the beginning of what could be the most impactful, purposeful, and fulfilling season of a person's life. So don't retire, become repurposed. To listen now, search Retire Repurposed on your favorite podcast platform, Senior Resource, or Life Audio.